In this unique podcast, I speak to people who have actually experienced one or more past lives. Some have also visited their life between lives, which is also known as the afterlife. Come with me now to learn what can happen in a past life regression, what a past life experience is like, how it unfolds, and how it impacts on our current lives. Hello everyone, today my guest is Angela, and Angela is an intuitive healer with a very interesting background. Hello Angela. Hello. It's lovely to have (laughs) you on the show, and can you tell us a little bit about your background, because an intuitive healer, that's a special gift, and a lot of experience there too. Wow, Um, what a great question, thank you. Um, Yeah, I've known that I've had the ability to be sensitive or intuitive since I was young. And, you know, um, I think having my father encourage me with my spiritual faith, not religion, but faith, allowed me to explore uh, a lot in my life, knowing that what I could see and I didn't want to feel different, of course, so I was very careful about whom I told. In fact, I probably didn't tell anyone for a very long time and that was part of my learning journey to be comfortable with that. Um, But my faith in God, knowing that my angels were always there and the guidance was always there, I got to have an incredible life of full of journeys um, and blessings to remind me that I'm never on my own. So important. It is, actually. And as I've gotten older, it has had a wonderful impact on how I've grown or expand and to be confident as a mother, let alone anything else. <laughs> and yes, and that's a challenge in itself. Yeah. And so your background, though, you went down a bit of a traditional path in the beginning. Yeah, absolutely. Um, again, encouraged by my father to go into more of a scientific background or something that was medical versus, you know, going into uh, naturopathy straight away, which is really what I wanted to do when I was 16. I worked for a naturopath then too, actually. Um, But uh, I started off as a registered nurse and did that for a good 20 years. 20 years Um, you did that? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. You look so young. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> that's a bonus I suppose it is. Um, and I've been an naturopath for 17 so uh, years so but it wasn't enough you know and I had this amazing job in Melbourne where I was a clinical coordinator for quite a big service and I just had had enough you know I'd had enough of having this intuition that helped me and guided me and helped me make great decisions, not only for myself, but for others, you know, um, in a medical system where people don't listen to any of that hogwash. That's that's unfortunately true a lot of the time. Yeah. So for me, I just, I had um, a wonderful experience (laughs) where I fainted. And I've always been really blessed with great health, 
you know, and when I've been out of balance, it's been really obvious and I've had to deal with it. But um, I fainted and I don't faint, (laughs) but I happened to get out of a really hot bath and uh, I fainted and I went out into what I call the indigo and there I received an incredible amount of love and hugs what it, from hundreds of souls. It was uh, an incredible experience that, I, that really triggered me to step into the new phase, a new phase of seeing myself, not judging myself knowing that I'm not on my own and that I'm so supported. I didn't want to leave them, of course, um, because it is just so loving. Um, and my partner, of course, uh, heard me. He happened to get come home at that time that I fell and actually called out his name. I don't remember any of that. But um, when I ca- he was waking me up and I was like, what are you doing? doing I'm in the best place take me back don't I don't want to be here anymore (laughs) and he said to me and you weren't even gone for five seconds and I was like I was there for years why did you bring me back (laughs) it's funny how time distorts like that hey yes it does yeah yeah Yeah. the near-death experience people say that too yeah Yeah, and from that moment on, I knew that a magic was working on me, that I couldn't be this person that was hiding um, in the shadow, not in the shadows, yeah, sure, but just in in the spaces of not being seen when I could see so much more and I was sort of helping people without letting them know that I could see what I could see. Um, And, you know, it encouraged me in so many ways to be open and honest with myself and not judge myself for being different. That's great. Yeah. Well, thank you. I think it felt like a real long journey. <laughs> well, it's, it sounds like it has been a long journey, but it just made me think that that was a little bit what happened to me because I was doing past life or I wasn't doing past life. I was doing psychology and people were going into uh, past lives and that was fine for a while, but sometimes you couldn't really say that to them. Like you're saying, you couldn't be open about it because of their beliefs, being respecting their beliefs. But eventually that just becomes a bit of a burden and you'd rather be helping people who are open at least to those possibilities. And it just made it all a lot easier than trying to hide anything because we really want to be open and honest when we do this sort of work. Yeah, completely. Completely. Yeah. yeah. And that's where I really. Um, encouraged myself in my own spiritual growth to to be aware of where I wanted to go with that. What was my purpose? You know, um, yes. and you know, I really I loved reading the books of um, Michael Newton's books, and I always was fascinated with the other side. Um, and I just thought, you know, um, I I just thought there was more to it than what people were seeing all the time. I had my faith in that. And I just knew that I needed to gain the skills to grow that confidence to not only be able to be with people whose belief systems may align with mine, but also to be present for those who may not have an alignment to a spiritual faith, but just are seeking assistance, help 
yeah, they just want help and not really worrying about what for. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah. they want genuine help. And so you also then, so you did nursing, you did uh, the the, uh, naturopathy, and you're qualified in those both of those areas, and then you decided to do hypnotherapy as well. Yes, Yes. and you finished that as well. So, and... Well, that's wonderful too, because you're an intuitive healer. So you, but you're an intuitive healer with a whole lot of uh, expertise and knowledge, which is, yeah, I think it makes a difference. I think, and it's com- people are confident in that. Yeah, and for me, I feel confident with that. That I can, if you need herbs, or if you just need um, to sit with and and chat, or you know, be open to your healing journey. That's that's my job to listen and help. I feel really honoured to be able to have been supported in life to be able to be that for others. That's great. Yeah. Well, I think that's covered my first question, which is about how you gain a spiritual perspective because you've had that all along. <laughs> you've had that all along. So that's good. So then you decided uh, to come for a regression mm. with me a, a few years ago, actually. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So, uh, yes, what was driving that for you? Mm, Well, I think my partner was really sick of listening to me say that, you know, I felt frustrated that in with some of my clients, I could really see how past lives had influenced um, current states of being or their their health or how it was impacting their decision-making relationships. And... It, for me, it was okay, like, yep, I can tell you that. But I felt in my heart that it wasn't enough. It's not enough to say that to someone. It's okay if you're going to a clairvoyant that you sort of expect that from. Um, I know that may sound a bit judgy, but I think sometimes that's what we do. And I just thought if I tell them that it's like it's secondhand news, it doesn't have the same impact. No, as really, a regression, you're saying, as, ex- yes. as they're experiencing it themselves. Yes. Yeah. And, you know, I just thought, you know, I've been blessed to have that in my dream state in some occasions where I've been able to see how things have influenced me and they've marked it for me. Um, but sometimes we're not always listening to what insights we're given. Um, and I just thought it's the same when I tell someone else that insight secondhand and and it's not a bad thing it just doesn't have the same impact um and that's when my partner said look and you've always talked about hypnosis you've always talked about how fascinated you are and all this sort of stuff and regression let's do it let's find out let's get you motivated and we had just moved to Mulaney and you know I was ready for change it really triggered a lot of different processes for me so I thought okay Matt's opened up that doorway and I'm going to step in and I'm going to find out who's in my area because I didn't want to travel to anyone I just wanted to chance it because I was testing chance um, and destiny and um, you came up and I just thought when I saw you and I, I just thought yeah I really like you I felt like I could trust you. It was just a knowing. And I I emailed you and I didn't think you'd respond. But you did. 
you responded almost immediately, which I I loved. Well, I do my best. <laughs> yeah, it was encouraging, and yeah, well done. Thank you. <laughs> yes, I I I really respect people who come to see me, so I want to make sure that I do the right thing. But sometimes things get go astray, of course. So that's great. And we do live, I just mentioned that, that we live in this town called Mullaney and you live up here too. And I've been up here for about seven years now and you've been here for a few years now too, haven't you? Yeah. Yep. Three years, would it be? Uh, no. Well, we're going into the third year. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, great. So you decided, yeah. you did that straight away. That's interesting, isn't it? Yes. Yeah. So then you came and we're going to go into that and find out what happened in your regression. Yes. Yeah. Um, yeah, it was amazing. I was super nervous and I had this fear that no, I, well, it wasn't a fear, well, fear, yes, doubt, that I it couldn't possibly happen to me, you know, um, and that, but I was so excited. It was this turning point that I could literally feel, you know, I really was, I was hungering for that change, you know, to feel what it felt like to to be on the other side, on the indigo. <laughs> yeah, yeah, on you know. the side where, yeah, you're receiving yeah. and being yeah. looked after, hopefully. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, yeah, so I suppose I had two lives that we went into, which was wonderful. I think that at first I thought, yeah, the, the doubts were there. But listening to you, feeling comfortable, at ease, I just slipped into it and, and it was a wonderful feeling, yeah. you know, to be able to know that it was so accessible. Yes, well, see, it, it, it really is, I just want to mention at this point, it actually is accessible. Very few people can't get through and those are those ones who are um, doubting and very... Yeah, doubting and, and not being able to open up, but there's not many of those. There's about 10%, I think, they, they uh, estimate. But most of the people who come to me don't have any problem. But um, you have got this intuition you've had all your life, and so it was going to be easy. It's just a matter of setting up the parameters so that you realise you've got to trust yourself and go with it. And mm. that's what we do, isn't it? We just trust mm. and go with it and worry about later if it's going to be um, – whether I'm going to believe it or not. So you sort of have to put aside your belief system and go with what's coming. And, of course, your conscious mind, because this is so unaccepted on the planet generally, your conscious mind is going to come in with doubts from time to time. You've just got to set those aside. So you did a great job of that. My memory is that it was flowed pretty easily once you got going. Yeah, it did. Um, and I think because I didn't go with any expectation or a question, um, that my experience was seemingly um, like it, it was amazing and it was very gentle. So the first life I was very poor um, or in poverty where I felt like a nobody. I was treated poorly by my family and I was the only female um, and I didn't recall seeing my mother or father, but my brothers were pretty awful to me, very abusive and unkind. And I remember looking down and you asked me to look at my environment and I could see that it was sort of like 
the it was like damp or gray everything seemed gray and there were cobblestones the house wasn't very warm and my clothes were really tattered and I must have been about you know 12 or 13 I wasn't very old but I just remember always hoping that someone would just love me or tell me that I'd done a good job and I just felt hatred all the time and that I wasn't good enough and it was pretty bleak actually there wasn't a lot of yeah it wasn't a lot of love and I remember just thinking I'm going to escape I need to get away from this there's got to be more than this and I ran away in the morning early morning so it was really dark outside I was caught up with you know, leaving my baby brother, but I I just thought he would be all right because he was male, you know. Uh, I didn't think of anything else except for my need for freedom. And I ran out in the night and I was so, I remember feeling jubilant, you know, for the freedom of getting out of that house and that that space. And I ran, and because it was dark, I, I fell, you know, but I fell into water. So there was a bridge without any sides to it. It was just a walk, you know, you walk over the bridge, like a sort of an arched bridge over a waterway. Um, and I fell straight off. And when when we first entered that life, I remember looking at the, looking through the water and feeling like I was floating, you know, but um, I didn't realise that I'd actually, and I thought I had committed suicide, that this life was about me having ended it. But they then gently showed me, and this is what I, on reflection, I really loved it. They were able to take me through that and you guided it beautifully so that I could slowly have it come to my awareness instead of it feeling like a shock. Well, that's, that's important. We don't watch shocks. And sometimes we do, occasionally we do get shocks, but I just trust that the guides know what they're doing, but it wasn't right for you to get a shock. Mm. And yes, so it happened, it was traumatic, but it happened without the trauma so much. Mm. Yeah. Exactly, exactly. Um, and I remember then that they showed me that I hadn't committed suicide and I, I could feel this relief <laughs> in my heart. So it must have answered that question somewhere deep in my in my soul, in my knowing, um, because I felt this relief that, oh no, it was just an accident. Yes. It was an accident. An accident, but you you I suppose you wanted to escape. You were wanting to mm-hmm. escape, and that's probably why you thought, uh, is it is it suicide? Because there's a desire mm-hmm. to escape, but mm-hmm. you didn't really want to suicide. You just wanted to. Be free. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And that's and, what happened, I guess. <laughs> yeah. And that's when I I floated up and away with a, a with a peacefulness, you know. It, it was, was it's delicious. It's, so did you sort of go to the other side at that point? Yeah. Yes. Yep. Um and I recall being able to hear you, but it feels like you're you're definitely there, but you feel like you're far away, but I could really feel the presence of guides um, and masters, you know, just but in colour, like in these amazing colours 
of expression. They weren't in physical form, you know. It was marvellous. It, it's intoxicating, actually. Well, very uh, comparative to what where you'd come from, all that bleak and dark and grey, which I have all those colours. So, so I guess that's what they're doing. They're reviving you with colour. Yeah, but even the even the language seemed to be in colour. Okay. You know? Yeah. So yeah. like the communication was colour. Um. Yeah. It was just. It was lovely. <laughs> good. Good. You're remembering it pretty well right now. Yeah. <laughs> Got you in a nice, lovely spot. <laughs> yes. So that was the first pass last you had. Did you get any messages then, or was it just the colour? Or... Yeah. It was just the the sense of of being loved and nurtured and. You know the removal of um, that angst. You know, yes. Um, uh, but then you asked me, "Is there another life?" And then immediately there was. I was right there in um, what seemed to be stark contrast. Uh, you know, very big house, very loved, very adored, actually, and adorable. Um, my appearance was extremely different, even different to what I am now. So it was sort of like, really, I look like that, blonde and blue-eyed and cute. So you were you know, girl, just, yeah. yeah. Yeah, definitely female in this one too. And, um, you know, but I had to be pampered purely because I was unwell. I didn't have a strong heart. Um, and... You know, they kept telling me, no, women don't do that. Women don't go and work. Women don't do this. You don't have to clean. You don't have to do that. And I've, I felt extremely frustrated. I felt like, you know what, I want to achieve something. I want to do something with my life. You know, I'm not just here to sit pretty and, you know, have tea parties. I just felt really frustrated with that. So you were an invalid virtually, like, or treated as an invalid because you had this heart problem. Yeah. And isn't that interesting? Because when you're thinking about it now, it's completely the opposite of being over, like cared for at the extreme, where the previous life was uncared for at the extreme. And it's interesting because I have had other clients come in with not exactly that, like might be just poverty, extreme poverty, and then extreme wealth, or where the guides have decided to give both extremes to help you find mm -hmm. balance. But that's really interesting because this is you're so cared for that you're now feeling frustrated that you can't oh. do very much. Yeah. And they, you know, I was married. I was married and I loved him and I recognized him from this life. Not good. Yeah. So, you know, I've been blessed with his presence again. So, and our love. And I, I remember though that I just thought, I'll blow it. I'm going to have a child, you know. I can at least achieve that. That's that's got to be an achievement that that no one can say no to once I'm pregnant. And I did fall pregnant and I had a baby girl. And I remember going for a gentle walk with uh, my husband. Again, we were over a bridge and my husband was looking into the water, but I was looking at my baby and looking at how beautiful she was and what a joy and what a blessing and that I had survived in childbirth. Yes. That I had what the greatest achievement of my life, you know. 
And I recognized, you know, um, later on you, you did ask if I recognized anyone and Matthew is the partner that was in that life. But my sister was the child that okay. I had given birth to. Your current life sister. Yes, my current life sister of whom I love and adore. Yeah. And, and you know, I just remember looking at my child and just saying to myself, if I die now, I have, I have reached the pinnacle of joy and satisfaction. And I did. I died at that moment. I had slumped over the pram looking at my baby. And uh, Matt didn't realise that, or my partner then, my husband then, he didn't know what had happened until he realised that I'd passed over. And I just remembered him saying, you know, I can't do this life without you, you know. And I remember as soul looking at him and going, I'm not going to leave your side. I just, you know, you will be able to do this. You'll grow to an old age. I can see this. You know, I could see that they, they were giving me images of how well they survived and that my daughter had gone on to an education and was loved beautifully and supported and grew to an old age. You know, she was like 96, 98 when she died. So it was just this wonderful uh, vision that they also showed me on the other side that I could see, you know, I wasn't leaving them and that they they wouldn't be able to be cared for. Yes. You know. You're only leaving physically. You're still going to be there. Yeah. In, in other forms of time. Mm, mm. So that, that's pretty interesting. Now, what happened after that? And did you get some information about the meaning mm. of of these lives and these experiences that you relived? Yeah. Um, they, they, my guides were talking to me about an evenness, a sense of evenness, to be able to know that, yes, we have both extremes in life, but that we're able to seek the balance too, that we can find balance. We can create that, you know, um, and that I had a natural evenness in myself and that to bring that out, to be, to, to use that in my life, you know, to master my perceptions, you know, not to be one or the other either. To be balanced. So that was what that was about. And of course, that's one of the things we are doing, trying to achieve mm. on the planet to where we have, you know, go one direction or the other. But eventually, they're sort of in some sort of balance, so that you're not, um, yeah, you're not seesawing from one extreme to the other all the time. Yeah, yeah, and it's a pretty pretty comfortable place to to be. I think for a lot of people, lives are very dramatic. Like those were dramatic in a way, but uh, the drama in our lives can become a quite exhausting, and we can start to appreciate the peace. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's mm. available when we start letting go of the dramas. Yeah, yeah. Filling ourselves yeah. up in other ways. Yeah. Not distracting ourselves. Drama's a big distraction. <laughs> well, yes. I think that like the work you do as an intuitive healer, you don't need that. You, you, you want a solid sort of experience of life with your family and not being distracted from that so you can focus your attention on those people who you want to hear with that energy. Yeah. With your energy. 
So did you get a sense of your spirits or guides being around? Absolutely. Okay. Not in the same way that I sense them from here um, because it's more of a, a clairaudience that I hear it and it's a knowing. Knowing, um, yes. Yeah. Um, but when on the other side, most definitely felt that they were holding my hand through the process and allowing it to unfold without interference because I had asked for the assistance in, in an experience, they were there. They were right Good. there. They were there. Yeah, mm. that's great. And so you did get a feeling of the afterlife as well when you were in that loving, after you died in that first life and in that loving place. Yeah, most definitely. And I think also too what I really loved was that you were – you were perceptive, you were able to be there with me, knowing that, you know, something has changed and that I could hear you and that I, I knew that um, the whole experience was supported. Well, that's the way it's meant to be. And we, we are supported because the way I set it up deliberately is to create that support so that mm -hmm. we know that what we're getting we can trust and I think other other people who do this work do the same. You know, mm. we want to make sure that we've got we're in a bit of a bubble. We are in a bit of a bubble, receiving the information from those higher level guides and the negative forces that you know they're not around. I have no fear of them. They, I just know that they're not around me. And so we've just got this positivity coming through with these beautiful guides who are looking after us. Mm. What was hypnosis like for, for you? You got pictures. Did you get voices or, or did you hear, was it thoughts coming through? How was that communicated to you? Uh, yeah, that was interesting. There were like, um, I have a distinct sense of being in a space and having um, little portals in front of me. And the portals were like information that I could access. But they could also access too so that I could hear information or just have an image. Okay. So it wasn't so much that, you know, I could sit opposite my guide. It was like uh, it's like, like a control room, similar to maybe, but like I could feel that, you know, I was in in that moment being guided to make choices you know, that I was in a, a, a position to be able to make active choices. Okay, good. Um, yeah, I don't know really how to describe that. I really felt like, yeah, um, I felt like I had full reign, but I wasn't, it was limited, if that makes sense. Yeah, so, so maybe coming through like a bit of a, a knowing, sort of you know. Yeah, yeah, but uh, uh, yes, so a clear sentience, just knowing. Yes, clear sentience. That, yeah. that makes sense. Yeah. So now, like, it's interesting that we're doing this now because it's a couple of years, I think, since we did that, mm. nearly two years mm. since you did that regression. And you've got mm. a good memory of it. Of course, we re I recorded we, yeah. and make notes as well. So we've got that to rely on. But most people remember it pretty clearly and you've done a good job of describing it. So thank you for that. <laughs> And so now, uh, when you're looking back now where you are, uh, do you see how if that regression had any impact on you in terms of your life? 
Yeah, absolutely. When we came out of trance, I was just like, what? That is amazing, like the information. And I just thought, oh, what does that mean, you know? And um, as as it's unfolded, I've definitely seen how it's impacted my life to through challenges and blessings almost always just to harness and come to center to find that peace within that yeah okay I can take a step back I don't need to react I don't need to I can process this in good time and make right decisions for me and have that faith that I'm supported I'm never alone you know that the opportunities are always there to step in, even though I might have dark moments or I've felt abandoned or it's usually because I've abandoned the process, you know. Yes, yes. Well, it's it's hard to stay focused positively all the time and that's not really why we're here anyway. That's right. But, But it sounds like you have this intuitive knowing that you've got support all the time and it was a re uh, affirmation mm-hmm. of that for you and yes and I think you're and you you've got clients that you're helping in lots of ways at the moment I understand is that true yeah it's yes. great it's great mm-hmm. and you're open to uh seeing people do you do zoom appointments not at the present moment no will you I'm be doing to. it yeah well I think uh this rec- what we're doing here now of course, is this will stand on the internet for quite a long time. So by the time somebody's listening to this, you probably will be, or you are. Yeah. So, and, and I mean, you've got your setup for Zoom over there because we're doing this via Zoom. So I think that's great if you uh, are open to that. So some people listening to this might feel that they want to see you or mm-hmm. communicate with you, and they can do that through me if they want to. Yep. Which would be great. And yeah, so you've got all that experience. You've had that wonderful regression, which is good. But you've had yeah. a lot of esoteric experiences, I guess, from time yeah. to time. Most definitely. So you do that. I know you help other people. It's great to have you in the same town that I live in, but we we are open to anybody on the <laughs> planet who could we can arrange <laughs> to see. We'll say that now. Oh, I um, love that. And you, because you've done the hypnosis and that, do you think you'll be doing regressions later on in the piece? Yes. Is that your intention? Absolutely. Yeah. That's, that's great. I, I really want to mention that as well, that you will be doing regressions because I am fairly busy and um, I like being busy, but I'm getting older too. And you're, you're a lot younger, Angela, so that's, <laughs> that's good. You can, you can keep going. Um, and helping lots of people. And that's one of my uh, calling in life is to help others to help others, if you know what I mean, to be a catalyst for helping people um, get to the right people. Like what I like the fact that you've had that scientific background, like which I had too. And I think a lot of people appreciate that when they're coming to see somebody to Mm -hmm. do this esoteric work. They like the fact that we're grounded. Yep. And, and that's about balance as well, of course, mm-hmm. having that balance between. I always think of it like a tree now, like the roots in the ground, mm-hmm. very sturdy, very um, connected to the, the yes. earth and to the ground and then reaching up to the heavens and out yes. with the branches. I love that image. I yeah. really, I resonate with that too. 
Yeah, I do Love too it. now. And I think a lot of people probably have um, intuitively and uh, and I've sort of realized what it what that tree represents with those strong mm. roots in the ground and mm. strong trunk and then beautiful branches and maybe even flowers. Mm. Yeah, it's 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 a nice analogy for us to, to mm. use. That's what, who we want to be. And then yep. reaching out to help those who need help, like we did in the past, you know? Yep. Yep. Yeah. Oh, I love that. It's exciting. Yeah. So I think we're coming to an end. Is there anything else you'd like to add? Like anything that, or anything that surprised you, anything you'd like to add before we say goodbye to the, our wonderful listeners? I just encourage you that if, if it's in your mind to do it, to step into that possibility that it is so helpful. You know, you, you may have an expectation or you may not. Still that information there grows. It, it has this unfolding effect and that I encourage you to step into your, your courage <laughs> yes. to, to have it as a possibility of healing you. Mm. Right. And connecting you, yeah. That's great. Yes, <laughs> well, uh, anybody who feels called to do to do it, eventually they usually do, and it usually mm. turns out pretty well. Mm. And uh, it's, it is a great privilege to, have, to be able to help people. And, I, and some people may be helped just by listening to, to your experience. And that's another thing that the podcast that mm. I'm hoping to do is to help people through the podcast, to open them up and help them find their way. It is wonderful. I love listening to them myself. Oh, good. Okay. <laughs> okay. Well, thank you so much, Angela, for coming on and sharing your experience with us. And if anyone wants to contact Angela, um, I'll, if they can't find her easily, I'll, they can contact you through me yeah, or through, through my website. Actually, yeah. I think I will be putting a resource thing on my website so uh, people who come on the show who, who, you know, are doing healing work because I do attract mm. people who are doing healing. Mm. Work, I know that, mm. and and then it, then it's great if I can help um, help them get out there into the world as well and help others. So we want to keep growing and developing. Yes. So yes. if you need to see Angela, <laughs> please let me know. But thank you, Angela, for for sharing your story. Oh, my pleasure. Thank you, Karen. <laughs> okay. So we'll say goodbye at the moment. Thank you. Bye. Bye, everyone. Thank you for tuning in today. Please feel free to access my website, lifebetweenlivesregression.com.au for much more information about past lives and life between lives. You also might want to tune in to my Twitter and my Instagram account and my Facebook page, Karen Joy Author. On my website, you will find case studies explored in depth in my blogs and in my books and locate other useful information and resources. Thank you for listening.